0: I am your host, Shauna DeMellon, and you are listening to the Oracle of Light podcast. This week, we are looking at five ways to improve your spiritual boundaries. This is a hot topic for discussion, let me tell you. I can't tell you the number of clients and students that have been asking me for more tips, for more guidance, for more clarity around spiritual boundaries, especially this time of year. And by this time of year, I mean, we have Christmas, we have the holidays, we are in the midst of COVID, we are living within a pandemic, there is still uncertainty, And things here in Calgary, I'm in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, things here in Calgary have been uh, closed, and we are going through another lockdown, if you will, Um, more restrictions on gatherings and get togethers. And there is a lot of chaotic energy that is floating around right now. And everyone is really just looking looking for ways to not only survive but to also thrive and continue to create a life that we love even in the midst of, of the uncertainty and and all of the change that is around us. Now when I'm referring to spiritual boundaries, um, it's often referred to as energetic boundaries and we can look at that, I'm very visual. So if you've ever seen the movie Dr. Strange, that is how I see and interpret energetic energies and frequencies and vibrations around people's energy field. It's often referred to as an invisible force field that is around you, otherwise known as your aura And it stays intact around you. Some people refer to it as an egg. It's like this this energetic force field that is around all of us. We all have this. And anyone that comes into contact with us is coming into contact with our energy field. And have you ever come into contact with someone who is perhaps really angry, they're in the midst of, of unraveling from, you know, a, a fight or a divorce, or maybe there's, there's a lawsuit or something, something big is going on in the world, something big or something traumatic. And all of that energy is sitting within that auric field around them, that force field. And I don't know about you, but I can walk into a room and if I'm around someone who is experiencing those lower dense energies, I feel that. I pick up on that. And years ago, I used to take on those energies. Like I would start to feel them like they were mine. And I would start to feel really angry and frustrated and just start to pick up all sorts of different things. And now I'm able to stop and say, whoa, whoa, whoa where did that come from? What am I picking up on? Uh, there was, um, uh, someone that was going through, um, a very, very difficult breakup, uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's, uh, you know, somebody that lives near me and I was in the kitchen doing dishes or or making dinner, doing something in the kitchen. And I started to feel real intense sadness and, I just kind of stopped for a moment and I thought, what the heck just happened? Like I'm watching Mariah Carey. I've got some Zoom calls going on. I just spent, you know, an amazing time with my friend. I just, I didn't understand where this was coming from. And then one of my other neighbors was sharing with me that, uh, that this person was going through a, a very difficult time. And so I was picking up on those energies. So I just want to give you that little bit of information because we can pick up so much So much. I mean, we can, you know, intuitively pick up things from the collective consciousness. Everything on the planet right now, there's so much upheaval and chaos and uncertainty and anxiety and worry and angst and despair. There's so much. And when we are intuitive, and everyone is, but not everyone chooses to play in those realms, and that's okay. But when we are intuitive, we're picking up those different sensations and those different energetic states. And I encourage you to really stop and be aware. If your energy shifts within, you know, 5-10 seconds, chances are it's not yours. Chances are it's something that you're aware of. And so years ago, again, as I mentioned earlier, I would... Walk into a room with someone and if they were having a bad day, I would take it on and I would leave the room and then I would be grumpy and then I would be upset. And so I have learned to really set the intention that I'm not picking up other people's stuff. That I can be aware of it, that I don't need to get in their energetic bubble, so to speak, with them. Uh, it is a gift and capacity when you can hop into other people's realities, into their universe. I first figured this out a few years ago. I would hop into and jump across or hop into or step into across the veil with crossover loved ones. And I would step into that energy have the conversation, and then come back and relay that information. And what I realized after a while was that I was stepping into that other universe, and you may have done this as well without knowing it, I would step into that other universe and I would stay there. I wouldn't consciously come back. And so I caught it a few times where I would be, uh, you know, sitting around craving alcohol. And I thought, whoa, that's not mine. I don't drink. Or I would be craving a cigar or cigarette. And it would just be like, whoa, 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 that's not mine. And so I just like to give you that information as well, that you may very well have a gift and capacity with stepping into other universes. And it's it's incredible. You can step into another universe and kind of check it out and see what's going on. But it's very important to step back out. Because if we don't, we're literally marinating in the energies of that person, whether they have a physical body or not. And one person's aura can influence another person's aura. It's kind of like the process of osmosis. And you know, again, this can be when two people are at a distance from each other, or if they've become entangled emotionally for any reason. You know, energy sharing is common in romantic relationships, friendships, or family relationships, And we want to create those new bonds because merging with another person energetically and even spiritually is what helps to build those relationships. And even though merging our energy like that is common for bonding, each of us has a, a, I'll refer to it as a home zone energy field that we are born with. We each have our own energy field that as we become more aware of it, It's our responsibility to keep it clear and balanced and and keep us in those nice high vibrations because that's truly who we are. That's our true essence. And it's interesting because our energy field is like a blueprint. It's unique to each and every one of us. There isn't anyone else on the planet that has your energy. No one. And so, again, once you learn a little bit more about your spiritual energy, your spiritual boundaries, your energetic boundaries, it just starts to enhance our lives in so many magical ways. And what's interesting is that if someone hasn't cleared their energy, their aura for a while it can become it looks to me like pigpen from charlie brown that little character that walks around and he, he kind of has that that cloud that's following him everywhere that's sort of what the energy looks like to me it looks it looks cloudy it looks um it looks gray shit it just it's a different hue it's not bright and clear it's not all of the colors of the rainbow it's this very dense dense heavy grayish looking matter that's what it looks like to me and if someone hasn't been clearing their energy field that goes with them everywhere they go and now it's interesting because whenever someone comes close to me and they have a bunch of stuff in their energy field that hasn't been cleared I will literally step back I I just will and it's not because they're bad it's not because they're wrong it's not because I'm better it's just it feels uncomfortable it's just, wow, there's a lot of energy there. Okay, I'm just gonna take a step back. And it can be from a myriad of different things a trauma, an abuse, an upset, a depression. It can be from unresolved issues. It can be from, um, you know, addictions to emotional um, states, if you will. There can be so many different reasons. It can be because that person's tired. It can be because that person has gone through some life-changing experiences and they're still trying to find their center. There can be a myriad of different reasons. And sometimes, it's interesting because this happened to me the other day. I was at the grocery store. And right now, we need to keep six feet apart. We just do. And someone got a little too close to me in line. I felt this energy Come up right behind me, and it just felt—it felt off. It felt almost wrong. And I turned and I looked at this person, and I said, "Would you mind stepping back? I—I can't move forward. There isn't room in front of me." And she kind of looked at me, and she kind of got a little disgruntled. And she's like, "Oh yeah, right. That's COVID." Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then she, you know, oh, I forgot something anyway. And she stomped off. And I thought, wow, that was interesting. And so you can kind of pick up it kind of feels the energy feels spiky to me, it kind of feels like a porcupine when someone comes into into my my energy field and they have that kind of energy and I'm going to give you some tools and techniques on how to um, how to manage that when you're out out in the world and it's interesting too because intuitively we know when our energies our breached, so to speak. Intuitively, we know when something foreign has come into our energy field. You just pick it up instantly. Our natural inherent state is, is joy. And so if you're not feeling joyous and happy, A, is it something that you're working through, shifting, processing, or healing? Or B, does it even belong to you? Because nine times out of 10, it's not even our stuff That's how amazing we are. (laughs) We can pick up so much stuff that doesn't even belong to us. And believe me, I spent years playing with it and marinating in it, thinking it was my stuff. And then when I learned different tools and techniques, I was able to clear it. So one really cool technique is, I will say truth, are the feelings I'm I'm experiencing right now, do they belong to me? No, no. Excellent. Who or what does that belong to? Send it all back. Thank you. And you can, I work with the angelic realm. I work with spirit guides. You can ask the universe to help. You can ask your angels. You can ask your spirit guides, your masters, whomever that looks like to you, a deity. um, I will just say, okay, truth. Is that mine? No, thank you. Send it back. And it's as quick as that. People can project stuff onto us. They can project thoughts. If someone is having, um, you know, if you've had any sort of emotional, energetic entanglement with someone, you can be aware of their thoughts. And it's not that they're sitting there, you know, holding their head thinking of you. There just could be an energetic charge. And so they're thinking of you, they're processing things. Maybe you had a disagreement and you can absolutely be aware of that. And so, what I like to do again, is I say, truth does that belong to me? Everything I'm feeling and thinking are those my thoughts? No, send them back. I don't even care where they came from. Before, I used to be like, oh, well, who who is it? Where did it come from? And I would I would get on this perpetual hamster wheel with it to try to understand whose thoughts and what thoughts and why were they there and what what's going on. No, I just send it back. And sure enough, within you know five ten seconds, I feel great again. So just being aware of that, it isn't something that we can shut off. It's just something that we're aware of. You know, if you have children, oftentimes, you know, I have a lot of mothers will just stop mid-sentence and say, oh, there's my son, what's going on? And they'll receive a text message or a phone call or or their, their child will come in the room. I mean, we just, we have this sixth sense, our intuition that picks up on different information. And so when a person has too much, we'll say foreign energy in their auric field, their aura, that force field around them, Two things typically happen. They can feel, often feel like the, um, they can feel irritable until it's released. It's like they're not themselves. Or, they can take on the characteristics and behave in a manner of the energy that they've picked up, making them act and appear different to those people who know them. And, it's not a bad thing. I mean, we've all picked up different energy from different places and and people. And it's just, it's something that happens. And the more that you become aware of your energy field and what feels good for you when you're clear and you're balanced, you know, like I'm a Reiki master and teacher. And so I I need to have a Reiki tune up every now and again. I'm probably due for one pretty soon. Um, But, you know, if you've ever had any kind of energy work or body work done, When you wake up, you kind of come to, it's like, ah, it's like this sense of peace and contentment and clarity. And it's just like everything is balanced. It's almost like you come back to a state of neutrality. Ah, and it just feels so calm and beautiful. And then we go again. (laughs) And by improving your energetic boundaries, your spiritual boundaries, you'll not only have time to clear the energy that we can pick up throughout the day, but you'll also feel better because you'll be free of any of this uncomfortable energy, anything that doesn't belong to you. And you have to remember that suffering is a choice. That yes, we've all had loss and we've all experienced great pain, but that suffering is a choice. We can choose to sit with our pain and our grief and honor it, honor the process, honor our healing, honor the stages of grief if you're going through a grieving process, absolutely. But to sit with it and suffer, that is something completely different. And so sometimes we encounter people that are choosing to suffer and it's not something that we wake up in the morning and think, I'm gonna choose to suffer today. It's something that's unconscious. And a lot of people are not even aware of it because it's, it is unconscious and it's driving their life from that unconscious state. And so just have that awareness that we can choose to honor whatever we're going through and experiencing it. We can choose to suffer. We can choose to look for, I always call them the golden nuggets out of our experiences. If things don't work out, okay, what did I learn from it? It's very important to um, enunciate or, or express to the universe what we've learned when something doesn't go according to plan because then we don't need to have that repeat lesson show up in our world again. Great, I learned, maybe I learned a boundary. Maybe I learned that I didn't have strong enough boundaries and then I ended up feeling used. Maybe I learned to say no maybe i learned that i really went against my inner knowing my my intuition my gut and i went along with something that didn't align with me and then i ended up getting hurt i mean there's so many different ways that that can show up in our world but if something has occurred in your life and it didn't go according to plan i invite you to look at the golden nuggets what did i learn from it what did i learn so that I can pick up and I can start creating again and start to magnetize in what I'd really like to magnetize in. And sometimes we need to have these experiences. This one was a hard one for me to get my head around. As an intuitive, I would get so frustrated sometimes. Why can't I have the answers? I can give people the answers. Why can't I have the answers? And my masters were were quick to explain to me that you're in a human form And that sometimes you need to have the experience to fully learn and understand it and master it. So that took a little bit of that energetic bite (laughs) out of that for me. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So when we have cleared our energy and we have nice strong energetic spiritual boundaries, that helps you to stay in a state of authentic you where you feel free, where your soul's body feels more relaxed, it will create a happier world for you. And then it'll extend to the people around you. And it's beautiful because it—it it, it's amazing how taking care of your energy, your spiritual boundaries will create a domino effect in the world around you with the people that you live with, the people that you spend time with, the people that you interact with. Just imagine how many people's lives can change just by simply looking at someone and smiling at them. I know that right now it's a little bit different because we're all wearing masks. But just that that brief moment where you can make eye contact and smile, you have no idea how far that can travel. And so even amidst what we are experiencing right now, I invite you to look for ways to spread more joy, spread more cheer, whatever you want to call that. It just, you can make someone's whole day. You could make someone's whole month. You could make someone's whole year. And then imagine how many more people they can touch with that. And it doesn't even have to be someone that you know. And so that's a beautiful gift. Whenever I go for a walk, I always make eye contact with people who are walking by and I smile and acknowledge. Sometimes they can accept it and sometimes not. And that's okay. We all deserve to exist and be in our highest soul state and once you learn how to do it you can teach it to others while you're still having and maintaining meaningful relationships we'll go over five of the easiest ways that you can boost your your spiritual boundaries and these can be changed and tweaked and adjusted Added to, and try them on. Try some different things. If you are feeling like you need a little bit extra, then book in for some, um, you know, a body process, body talk. You could have a Reiki session going and having, um, and you can do these distance, you know. I, I work with clients all over the world, and to do a Reiki session distance is, it's the exact same energy. You just get to stay in the comfort of your own home. You can stay in your onesie, get snuggled in, get comfy, and just receive that beautiful energy. So just some food for thought. If you're feeling like you need a little bit of an energetic top-up, there are so many options. There's quantum healing, theta healing, body talk. Again, there's Reiki. Um, You can have your chakras balanced. You can just, there's so many different ways that you can receive that energetic top-up and clear your energy fields. Whatever you need, as more support during these, these uncertain times. So one of the number one ways to improve your ability to um, have nice strong um, spiritual boundaries is to monitor your electronics time. You know, And screens and electronics are our energy flows. And uh, if we align our energy field to them, we will take on different energies and it can be through something we're watching, something we're listening to, we can start to experience those energies. And if we're not clear about not picking those energies up, and if we're, if we're just looking at all sorts of different random things, it's like those little pieces of energy can get stuck in our energy field. And so putting boundaries on your computer time gives your energy field a chance to recharge and cleanse itself. And it gives your soul a chance to boost itself up and, and refresh itself after a day of incoming energy flows. And you know, you can, you can do things energetically. I have what I refer to, some, some people refer to, it, it's like a bell jar. So if you've ever seen the movie Beauty and the Beast, there's a bell jar that's, that's covering the rose It's like a clear jar that goes over top of something to contain it. And so if you imagine placing a bell jar over all of the electronics in your home, you will contain those energies and you won't be picking up on things. So I have put bell jars on all of the electronics in our house, um, all of the uh, electrical outlets, um, any, you know, the, the modem, any electronics in the house, any, um, the, you know, the Wi-Fi. What else have I done? Uh, the computers, the TVs. Um, what else? The printers. Everything electronic. Um, all of the outlets. Any, uh, again, the Wi-Fi. Uh, what else? Any. Um, I needed extra extra support for my computer, so I actually have a physical computer um, wire. Uh, I call it a wire, a computer cord <laughs> that connects, you know, it's like old school computer juice that connects from, um, you know, the outlet in the wall right into my computer. That's what that's what gets my, my computer all jazzed up because I create so much content in my writer. So the Wi-Fi just wasn't cutting it. So I've put a bell jar around that. I've put a bell jar on my phone. I put a bell jar on all of the apps on my phone, um, all of my social media um, my website, I have bell jarred so many things, so that I'm not picking up energies that are not a contribution to me. And you can also limit the amount of time, you know, if you're, you know, and, and these are different times, these are unprecedented times, absolutely. A lot of people are watching, you know, we're watching Netflix, or we're playing games, and, and we just want that little bit of a fix. And that's okay, there's nothing wrong with that, just Having the understanding that we may need to monitor or step back from it a little bit, you know, it's funny people always say to me, "Oh, well, what shows are you watching?" And I don't watch Netflix. Um, I don't. There, there's not a lot on TV that I watch. I do have. I do have satellite, and I was so excited when the voice was on. <laughs> and now that the voice is over, it's like, eh, whatever. Like I might watch a movie once a week. I might. There aren't any TV shows that that really light me up right now. Maybe I need to find something new to watch. Um, but I, I tend to monitor what I'm watching. I'm very cognizant. I don't watch anything that's really gory, any sort of violence, any anything abusive. Um, I just don't want I I just that's just my personal choice. It just doesn't that just doesn't feel good to me. Again, that's that spiky energy I start to feel, and I don't like that. So monitoring your electronics time. This allows your energy field again to fill back up and cleanse out anything that you've absorbed, and it'll naturally um, rebuffer your spiritual boundaries, your energetic boundaries. Another way that you can start to really create that energetic buffer with your spiritual boundaries is to only open messages when you can reply. So if it's an email, a text, it's a voicemail. If um, you open a stream of, you've you've basically opened up a stream of energy cords right into your energy system. So, you know, and this is why they always say to not check your phone when you first wake up, to not check social media, your email, text messages, messenger, uh, not to check any of that when you first wake up because you're creating energy cords right into your energy field. And then you become immersed in all of those other energies. And so, you know, I've I've mentioned this in other episodes where my first uh, my first hour that I'm up, I call it my power hour. And you don't have to have an hour. This is just kind of what I've done where that first hour I get up, I do some light stretching, I have a huge glass of water. It's alkalined. Um, I will look at what my, you know, I look at my vision board, I do my incantations, I do a daily blessing. Um, Depending on what I have going on, I may do a meditation. I may open my Akashic records and ask my masters different questions. I, when you win the morning, you win the day. I think that's how it goes. So if you set yourself up to win from the first moment you wake wake up and open your eyes, That is setting the tone for your day. If you wake up and you kind of slither out of bed and maybe slither back into bed, start looking at your Facebook, you know, and we've all done it. You know, if you just kind of get up and just sort of start your day, it just starts to become Groundhog Day. And so if you really want to feel like you're achieving results, that you are making the most of each and every day, creating a life that you love, then I invite you to look at how you're starting your day. Everyone, all successful people have a morning ritual. And again, it doesn't have to be an hour. Mine just mine just sort of evolved into an hour. Sometimes it's 10, 15 minutes. Sometimes it's the full hour, depending on what I have going on. Oprah was the first one I heard of this. I think it was about eight or 10 years ago. And she shared that her morning, she had a morning ritual, So she got up, she went into her meditation room. She read uh, beautiful information. She had tea, she lit candles, she listened to music. So she just started the day nourishing her spirit. And I think that that is something that is so, so important for each and every one of us to find ways to nourish our spirit and invite our spirit into our world because our spirit knows why we're here. Our spirit knows what our blind spots are and how to overcome them. Our spirit has the blueprint for anything that we'd like to create in our life. So the more that we can strengthen that connection, the more joy we bring into our world, the more peace, the more calm, and we become uber aware of anybody else's stuff that comes into our energy field. If you can think of your energy field as like a plasma electricity ball and any um, spoken word, anything you're listening to, reading, text message, email, it's, it's like a loose energy link that's attempting to attach to one of those free energy chains. That's really what it is. And it can really drain you if you're not aware of it and you can really start to feel tired I mean you can do a meditation where you call in your guides, your angels, whomever, whomever works for you and ask them to clear all of it away, to clear a line, a tune, harmonize your energy field. There's another another tip for you to try. And so when we open messages and we leave them without replying to them. So again, that could be an email, a text message, a voice message. It just keeps that energy floating around kind of untethered energy. That's just kind of sitting there. And then you can be aware, you know, if it's an angry message, you can be aware that, oh, there's angry energy attached to that. If it's somebody that wants something from you and it doesn't feel aligned, you can feel like that needy kind of pulling energy. If it's something that you're putting off, <laughs> and you don't want to deal with. Again, you can feel that just that different energy that's sitting there. So, What I like to do is I will check in and I usually ask, okay, truth, is now the right time to look at this? No, leave it for later, cool. And that's just how I have it set up with my guides and my angels. Okay, truth, is now the right time to return voice messages? Yes, cool. Is now the right time to do this? I will ask if it's the right time to do it or I just wait and do it later. And then something that I've been doing lately is I've been taking myself off mailing lists that has been fabulous. I actually have a new email account and watching the number of the number of things that I'd signed up over the years. Yes, it, newsletters and sign up and get this free thing or sign up and get the coupon or blah, 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 whatever it is. I must have had hundreds of these things. And so I left my old email for the last year so I could just kind of clean out and kind of weed out the information that I needed or, or anyone that needed to get a hold of me. I wanted to make sure that they had the new email address And it felt so good to unsubscribe from so many different things. And it's so important. If you're subscribed to something like a a newsletter or, um, you know, updates or specials, if you're subscribed to something and it doesn't light you up, then unsubscribe. It's just not aligned. It's not the right fit. And that's okay. The third way that we can really enhance our spiritual boundaries is by tapping into what I refer to as as golden light. And what I have learned over the years is that if you can imagine stepping into a golden ball, a golden sphere of energy, it will seal your energy field from picking anything up that isn't of a divine nature, which is absolutely amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And so it's super easy to do, so easy to do. You can imagine a seed of golden light is just below your belly button and it, it's like a flame and as you're breathing in and breathing out this flame imagine it growing brighter and bigger and brighter imagine it filling your torso filling your legs filling your head your neck your shoulders all the way down to your fingertips all the way down to your feet Imagine it getting brighter and brighter until it appears to fill your entire body. And then watch, see, feel, or just know that this flame spirals off and it's wrapping your entire body until you are completely surrounded in this beautiful golden light. And this is all happening in your imagination. But just know that it's done. If that's what you're thinking of and that's what your intention is, it's done. You can try this technique when you're out and about. Some people call it shielding. You can place yourself in a bubble of golden light. You can bell jar yourself or other people or things. Basically, this is a spiritual buffer that will... Keep your juju nice and high and it's not going to allow any other energy field to come in that is not a contribution to you. And so everywhere that you've allowed energies in that are not a contribution to you, let's destroy and delete all that across all ways, spaces, times, dimensions, and realities. Because again, that's a choice on some level. Sometimes people will, and I've seen so many different versions of this, Some people will allow, they'll pick up other people's stuff because they're bored. They'll pick up other people's stuff because it's a distraction. They'll pick up other people's stuff because they don't think they can handle it and they can do it better. They'll pick up other people's stuff so that that person will be kind. I've seen a lot of people that have been in abusive relationships where they will energetically clean up the abuser. So the abuser is nice. So the abuser isn't mean And so there's so many different ways and reasons why we would clean up or pick up other people's stuff. And so the more that you're aware of it, again, once we're aware of something, then we can shift change and heal it. So just being aware, okay, cool. Everywhere that I am picking up other people's stuff, let's clear that. Transmute it, clear it. Whatever words that work for you. Cancel, clear, delete. Destroy and delete it across all ways, spaces, times, dimensions, and realities. That thing that Shauna said, get rid of it. <laughs> you can use basically anything that you like, anything that resonates with you to clear anything that doesn't belong to you. A fourth way that we can work on our spiritual boundaries is really focusing on you. When we put the focus on what other people are doing, we're taking away from our energy and that isn't going to serve us. Everyone has their own angels and guides. They were born with higher selves and their internal GPS, their guidance system, their intuition. There was a, a class I took years ago and they called it superior bitching. <laughs> when we were so obsessed with what other people were doing Again, what are we avoiding in our life that we are focused on other people? What are we distracting ourselves from? What is the value? So there's always value. There's value in everything we do, even if it doesn't make any sense. As Dr. Phil says, there's a payoff. How is it working for you? (laughs) Because if it's showing up in your world, you've invited it in or you've chosen to have it for whatever reason. And so it's interesting because We want that connection. We want to feel that connection. But when you step into someone else's reality, as we talked about earlier, you're in their energy. And then their energy kind of gets intermixed with your energy. And if you're not careful, you'll pick up some of their stuff, their thoughts or their feelings, their energy, and you'll think it's yours. And then that will start to impact your world. And so again always be aware of that you know it's very easy to step into other people's universes their world their energy but if you do make sure you come out and you clean everything off (laughs) that is so important (laughs) and you know you can ask questions okay so truth what's the value in stepping into other people's stuff what's the value in distracting myself with other people's stuff Is there something I'm avoiding in my life by focusing on other people? Am I bored? Am I using it as entertainment? Am I just not creating enough in my life that lights me up? So I'm spending myself, my energy, my time, my emotions by trying to fix other people? Because here's the kicker. Here's the kicker, and this made such a world of difference for me. If you find that you're always trying to help people and they haven't asked you, they will become resentful or angry and they'll shut down and they'll start projecting at you. Oh, trust me on this. It's better to let people figure their own stuff out. If someone asks you and it feels light and you feel happy sharing things with them, great. If it starts to feel heavy or you feel like they're asking questions and maybe you don't want to talk about these different things or you're not the expert that they need, then you need to honor that. And that brings me to the fifth way to nourish and really, really improve our spiritual boundaries is by saying no, by saying no. I had a client that came to see me uh, a couple of months ago and she had just ended a relationship but it had drawn out for weeks and she knew in her heart that this wasn't the right person for her but she didn't have the heart to say no I'm sorry I'm this isn't the right fit for me this this you're we're just not the right fit we're looking for different things and so she kind of let it linger for a couple of weeks and she felt so bad. And she didn't want to reject this person. She she didn't want to hurt this person's feelings. And it just sort of lingered and then it made both people feel even worse. And it just didn't need to be that painful or that awkward. Yes, whenever a relationship ends, there is there can be a grieving process depending on what the relationship was how entangled you were, how, how long you were with that person. And so, yes, absolutely, there's, there can be a grieving per- process. We can feel a loss. We can feel sadness. We can feel a myriad of different emotions. But she said after, she said, I wished I'd just said no. No, this isn't working for me and just stuck to my guns. Because she knew in her gut that something was off. Something was, wasn't quite right. It was just something was missing. And so it's very important to acknowledge those intuitive hits, acknowledge our our gut feeling, our senses. And one of the best ways to do that is to understand what feels, what, what does it feel like when something is aligned with your energy, with you, with your truth. We call that your yes. How do you know what your yes is? And how do you know what your no is? Is this aligned with me? Will this support my life? Will choosing this support the best life that I'm creating for myself? And sometimes we think it's a yes and it's actually a no. And it's very important to acknowledge that. So this is a quick exercise that you can do to establish a yes and a no with your physical body. So right now, you can say out loud, or if you're with other people, you can do this in your mind, silently. Say or think, my body likes to drink bleach. And then notice if there's any different sensation in your body. Did you feel a tightening? Did you see something? Did you hear something? Depending on how your gifts work. Just notice what your body is sharing with you. No, Are you feeling it in a certain area of your body? Is it in one of your chakras? If you're familiar with chakras, and you don't have to be. Is it in your stomach? Just notice where that no is. My body likes to drink bleach. For me, it's like this clenching in my gut, no. And I'm also, I have different gifts, and so sometimes I see a no, I hear a no, I feel the no, no. So we'll just clear all of that energy. And now, again, either silently or out loud, you can say or think, My body likes to drink water. And just see where that shows up in your body. And if you're not getting anything, that just means we need a little bit more practice. And I invite you to keep practicing until you get that no, and you will. And until you get that yes, you will. Sometimes we need to do these exercises when there's no one else around. And that's perfectly fine. Go draw a bath for yourself or go sit quietly and read and just try again. Your body will, will show you. And so what does your yes feel like? Mine feels like champagne bubbles in my chest, and my heart. That's a yes. I get excited and it's like, ooh, that's a yes. It makes me feel happy. And so whenever someone is near you energetically and it starts to feel off, that is so... That's such vital information. That's your body's way of saying, no, 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 something's not right. It can also be your guides, your angels going, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, there's, we need more information. We need to slow down. You're not grounded. You've lost your center. And I've done this before where I've been in situations where I'm not grounded or I don't feel I'm, I'm in my center. I don't feel I'm in that aligned place where I can, I can clearly see what's going on. And it just kind of feels like a tsunami. I'm just sort of whisked away. And when we're making choices from that state, nine times out of 10, we're making the wrong choice for us, for where we would like to be. That's when we can start to feel like we've you know been used. That's where those boundaries come in. And so again, I invite you to practice. Is this aligned with me? And start to look for different ways your body will tell you instantly if you start to feel a sickness or, or, or just you feel heavy, you feel off. And again, depending on how your gifts work, if you see no flashing in your mind's eye, that's your no. If you hear no, that's your gift of, of clear hearing. If you... Some people have different different physical sensations And some people just feel things, some people just know things. And so again, I invite you to practice whatever that is because the more aware we are of how our energy field works and what it requires for us to be the gift that we truly are, it'll make it that much easier to steer clear of things that are not in alignment with us. And again, it doesn't make these things or people or experiences wrong or bad. It's just not the right fit it's just not the right fit. And we will save, trust me, you will save yourself so much time and energy, grief, frustration, if you learn to ask these questions and make decisions from a place of neutrality, clarity, balance, and truly knowing, is this aligned with me? Even if it it feels like it's a yes, and it's a no, trusting that, knowing that the universe has your back, knowing that your angels and your guides have your back, knowing that you have your back, knowing that there are so many people that love and adore you who also have your back. And so there you have it. Those are five tips, five different ways to improve your spiritual boundaries. And there are so, so many more. And if you are... If you're struggling to get something releasing, if you're working through something and you could use a little bit of extra support, do reach out. I work one-on-one, energetically, offering readings, mediumship, coaching, whatever that looks like. Sessions with me are like a cosmic cocktail, if you will. The sessions are geared toward where you are in this moment, what we need to do to shift, change and heal, to bring you back to that place of peace and clarity, and give you the action steps to move forward to create that life that you absolutely love. If there is anything that I can assist with, please reach out. You can check out my website at www.livealifeyoulove.org. Upcoming classes, individual sessions. You can check out meditations that you can download. You can check out different, uh, different podcast topics, whatever you need to do to marinate in positive, uplifting energies, again, to help you create a life that you love. I send you mountains of love, and I wish each and every one of you all of the blessings of this time of year, releasing everything that needs to go, has to go, wants to go, to create room for us to create a life that we absolutely love, regardless of what's happening around us. Wishing each of you so many blessings as we welcome this new year into our world, into our hearts. I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now.